Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP podcast. As always, it is your boy Dave Neal, my fiance, my co-host, Tasha Courtney. Hello. And who I feel like is in the family, Caitlin Mamie. Hello, Caitlin. How are you Hi today? Hi, guys. I'm doing so good. You know, <laughs> I looked up a few old episodes of ours just to see uh, how many we've done. We got, we, got a, a, we got a lot of bullets in the chamber. We do? We've done like four or five. Wow. You've been really? on the podcast for over six years. If this was like SNL, would I be like one of the most popular hosts on the show? We have uh, <laughs> we have the green jacket to give to you. We've wow. got a full jacket. <laughs> hey, um, I get that reference because my husband's obsessed with golf. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's the uh, what Masters that we yeah. win the Masters. Yeah, you get yeah, a green jacket. Is. They yeah. finally let ladies into the Masters. And they couldn't even show up to the in like an audience, right? What? Yeah, our country's messed up. Oh, women yeah. couldn't even go women, watch? Women couldn't play. Yeah, that's a whole thing. We don't need to get into it. But uh, yeah, we've come a long way in our country still. Wait, I'm pretty sure even the word golf is misogynistic because it's like <laughs> gentlemen of blah, 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 blah. But it's G stands for gentlemen. Oh, is that true? I'm pretty what? sure, yeah, my husband told me that. Can we have one golf. thing without you guys calling it misogynist? <laughs> I thought we had golf. Wow. So um, this is our wow. first ever episode here in the backyard. And as I've mentioned to Caitlin, we literally rolled out our grass. We yeah, did. Uh, not even an hour ago. Yeah, so this we is didn't the know. fresh, plasticking, smelling grass. We picked this <laughs> grass out. Let me tell you something. I bought, I bought this grass off Craigslist and uh, this nice guy named Jesus. But I was like, am I about to get ripped off by Jesus? I bought it rolled up. Half a, I had half a mind to think when we unrolled it, it was going to be like, go Spartans. Or like, <laughs> so like, like the, just some like field goal well, grass. I mean, we have, we've sort of talked about this like on Dave's YouTube, but... Trying to get this grass has been the biggest headache because all over, if you type turf once on like Facebook, Facebook Marketplace or whatever, you'll you'll get a thousand ads for people selling turf. Yeah. But I literally spent sent dozens of messages about getting a piece of grass and everyone was so shady. What? I mean, they would be like, oh, it's a dollar twenty-five. Oh, there I am. Woo, woo, is, that, <laughs> is, that, is that, was that, were those your headphones? I'm sorry. So, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to turn mine up. Is that my, oh, that's mine. Sorry. No, we got to hear just, Dave. No, no, no. It's not the microphone. It's the headphones. I'm an old man. Okay. I can't hear you guys. <laughs> this is my hearing aid. Sorry. But sorry, yeah, man. long story short, it was, it's been really hard trying to get a piece of grass. Listen, so if I ever need to buy turf, I know who to call. Yeah. yeah. We got Jesus <laughs> on speed dial. Okay, He's the great. man. Boy, I was on the 605 going about 40 miles. <laughs> of course, the last night was the windiest day of the year. <laughs> and I'm just like, we don't need to blow this grass into the off section. So, it um, looks great, though. Well, thank Dang, you. Listen. It does smell like fresh carpet, though. It's got like a good... Yeah, the, but the funny part is we put a piece of grass in that corner over there for the dog. So we've been giving him treats if he pees or poops on the grass. Now... We roll out this giant toilet bowl for him. <laughs> he immediately must think that, that we're like standing no, on his shitter. No, I think he knows that this is like relaxing section. I mean, look at him. Oh my yeah, god, he's, he's so wow! Well, you really can catch a dog, <laughs> teach a dog old. Wow, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so can you so, teach a dog new tricks? What's that expression? As long as you give an old dog enough treats, I think you can teach him new tricks. <laughs> right. So so yeah, our place is going to be you know an ADD. Uh, it's going to be a struggle here because we have doves next door. 
We have doves. Do- doves live They're next amazing. Door. And what? I, and as I've mentioned, we've got about 50 dogs that will randomly start howling when the ice cream truck goes by. So Ooh. it's going to get a little lit. You're going to. So you know. All right. It's, a, it's actually the nicest thing. I think it might drive some people crazy. I get so much joy out of hearing every dog in the neighborhood howl with Aww. the ice cream. <laughs> Wait, what movie is it where they're all, I think it's um, 101 Dalmatians. Don't all the dogs like literally start sounding the call and like giving each oh, other yes. the message? You're and so- they're literally like, so I feel like they're all just like chatting with each other. Every they're day. protectors of the neighborhood. That's, yeah. that's exactly it's what so it is. so cute. Mm-hmm. Now, it's been a long year of a pandemic. I do recall, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, w- I started my live stream, like the Bachelor live stream, in the f- late fall, and I was nervous nobody would call in. So I think I asked <laughs> you. I yeah. asked like two people I trusted to call in, uh-huh. and you were one of them. So people might have already heard of Caitlin over here. Very funny sketch comedian, writer, actress, and we met at the Ice House a long time ago. Is that where we met? We met at the Ice House. Wow. We Is that place still around? Are they have the, are they holding after on? the pandemic? It's still I don't around, even know. but it's been closed. Yeah, but yeah. it'll it'll be back. But um, I hope so. so we so we've come a long way. But you called in at my first live stream, mm-hmm. and things have just popped off since then. So you may be the the cornerstone of luck for us. Yeah, I you think set it's all the standard. <laughs> yeah, I think it's all because of me. But it's because anything you're doing with The Bachelor, it, it's sad how obsessed I am with The Bachelor. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to you for forever about The so Bachelor. So tell us, it's when sad. did you start getting into The Bachelor and how have you transitioned, like, material? Because you you said that most of yeah. your Instagram, like, you, the, the people Victoria. will tune in for this. Your Victoria stuff <laughs> cracks me up. Oh, thank you. No, I think I, I, think I popped in. On Emily Maynard's season, when she was dating that stupid Jeff guy who was, like, clearly not going to end up with her. He was like, I'm a 22-year-old entrepreneur. I'm ready to be a dad. It's like, yeah, shut up. Um, So I started watching then, which I don't even know what season that was, but then just kept watching since. And then this season, Matt James's season, as people, fans would know, Victoria was just such... A character. And it was like, sometimes I would be like, just literally verbatim repeating exactly what she said. And people like, oh, that character's so funny. And when you improvise, I'm like, I'm not improvising. (laughs) She literally is saying like, you're toxic and um, you need to apologize for me for me calling you a bitch. (laughs) Like... That was the reality of Victoria this season. It's people said she was acting, and I was. I mean, I think you'd need an Oscar if you're an actor. <laughs> like maybe she exaggerated who she is, but I followed her very closely because I want to find the humanity in her. And I think she came off horribly. And I just wonder either a she was a pawn and like the useful idiot, or b she knew what she was doing the whole time. But I don't think that's the case. Well, here's what bothered me about after the final rose is I feel like she got off so easy. Like people like talked about her bullying for a like a hot second but they were really going into Katie and quick I was to like, forgive yeah Very yeah quick. when they spend it on Katie I was like what she was literally the only saint she was like the mama bear of that season I know. she was like the one laying down the law and keeping people in check like no we're not gonna do this, this right is and they were all like everything was fine in the house until you said something Katie <laughs> and it was just like she was standing up for someone and Victoria was like yeah you're really a cunt and it's like <laughs> what why are we focusing completely on Victoria on a, and uh, let me tell you something we are big Katie energy over here we've yes. been we've been we've been so pro Katie that Katie actually started communicating with us what yeah I know Victoria like liked and wrote like lol on one of my videos and I was like oh my god I've made it <laughs> I was told I was told on good I had a good uh you know authority uh, authority 
that the contestants at Women Tell All weren't allowed to have their cell phones. They had their cell phones taken away, but they were allowed to scroll YouTube. So huh? imagine scrolling YouTube as Katie. Imagine her scrolling YouTube and then seeing seven videos that we made about her. Wow. <laughs> just and what were you guys just saying? How pro, great she was? Just great on the, like, you know, she went, you know, and, and for those for those of you guys listening that don't follow The Bachelor, just hang in there, folks. We'll get into more other things here. But for The Bachelor <laughs> fans here, she was, um, she, she went in hard with the rest of the girls on the mean crew. She noticed she went too far and she was the first to apologize and bond with Sarah Trot. And she set the tone for what it means to it like it's okay if you make mistakes, own up to it and move on from that. She never denied that she wasn't like part of the clan that wanted to like make sure this girl paid the price, but then she immediately was like, "No, nah, this isn't me." And that means so much to me that she was like, "All right, hold up a second. I'm not going to play that card." And then she became, you know, the the one who was kind of like putting people in their place. And somehow the ladies, the, the some of the ladies, some of the mean girls were like, you know, oh, you know, you're, you know, you were just as bad as us. And I was like, not, not from the show I watched. No, no, you know? not from the editing we saw. And you can no. understand people get involved. They get a little crazy. They, this is how the show works. They, they sleep deprive them. It's the same thing when I was in a fraternity. This is what they do to you on Hell Week. They sleep deprive you, and they, they, you, you go a little crazy. That's just what mm-hmm. they do. So they, they sleep deprive you. They give you a lot of alcohol. It's a long schedule. And, and you just you show your emotions. We've been watching a lot of Survivor. You, you know, you see on day 25, people start talking some mad crap. And it's like, look, you, you are malnourished, my friends. Yeah. You're not <laughs> you thinking right. Snickers. Yeah, I was just going to say that. It's a Snickers commercial. You're not you yourself. You're angry times a million on <laughs> Yeah, that that's show. all yeah. it is. Yeah. When Tasha gets angry, I just have almonds ready. I throw them in her mouth like the reverse Pez. I just start chucking food <laughs> at her. Almonds? Give her, a, give me a burger. That's going to fill yeah. me yeah. up. Yeah, Tasha right? likes pasta. So whenever, I think <laughs> a few days ago, I, I, I surprised her. She came home for lunch and there was pasta ready. And I think uh, I think that's a good, you know, pasta is always a good uh yeah, that's a win. Food, I feel like Italian food is one of those indulgences where, especially in L.A., it's like, oh, I couldn't have a carb. I couldn't. But it's like <laughs> when I'm going in on Italian food, I'm just like, oh, my God. I went to Mozza in um, it's like Fairfax and Melrose. Their Italian food is so good. The chef was on like an episode of Chef's Table <laughs> and it was like. This like ravioli with like an egg inside, and when you cut into it, the egg yolk spilled out. It was what? like. Orgasmic. By the way, that's so LA that you have to give the chefs credits. <laughs> like, the chefs appeared on Chef's Take, and he's got an IMDb. So long, you're gonna love this guy. Give it up for Chef Thomas. Yeah, for real, literally, literally an intro to every show. That's how Los Angeles works, though. Mm-hmm. It's all about street cred. Everybody's it's, famous. Speaking about street cred, you you've uh, etched yourself into the history books for our Canadian listeners, which we do have a lot of. Ooh. You you have a role with your friend Laura Donowski. You have a you have a role in Trailer Park Boys. Is Trailer that, Park Boys. That's I right. Mean, this is a, I know we've talked about this before, but this is not something to tread lightly on. This is like getting a role in Friends. You are iconically etched into one of <laughs> Canada. I mean, like this would be like the current. Like now it's Shit's Creek, right? That Shit's yeah, Creek's the yes, new yes, Canadian yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Canadian gem. But the original export had to be Trailer Park Boys. It's true. At Trailer Park Boys. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> and that's the episode. Bye, everybody. No, that's no, that's that's, that's the brand. Bad. Trailer Park Boys. Me belching. Wait, I didn't even realize, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it was literally. I don't even know how it all happened, but if anybody saw Cheap Smokes, which was my comedy duo I used to be in, our humor and Trailer Park Boys humor just aligned. We were kind of raunchy. We were over the top, kind of dirty. Like we were just, you know, like we didn't give a shit and. Which is exactly what Trailer Park Boys is. So, yeah, I remember getting the call. We were driving to San Francisco, and um, we got the 
call that they wrote us into season 10. We play Julian's slutty girlfriends. I was very excited to tell my religious aunt about that one. <laughs> um, but I think we like literally like, I think I told this story on the set before we pulled into the nearest gas station. We were in our bare feet. We got out, we like jumped up and down and we went into the gas station. The only thing we, we got these tall cans of Mike's hard lemonade and just like chugged them. Cause that's all <laughs> we had to celebrate. Um, but yeah, trailer break boys have been really good to us. We have three seasons with their show swear net. We got to like make this sketch comedy series with them and they're just like, they're exactly how you'd expect them to be. They get wasted. They're super Canadian. The one know. guy with the belly, you know, I'm talking about this guy's belly. No. Yes. Is this um, a real, was that a real Randy. belly or prosthetic? Oh that no, a, that's real. It's a real belly. Mm -hmm. I aspire for a belly like that one day. You know who I'm talking about. You I do. don't. You've seen Randy. this before. He's always shirtless. He's well, Mr. Leahy, RIP. Mr. Leahy's kind of sidekick. He was okay. just always would wear like Was it Randy his real name or name on the show? I'm going to look it up. Randy's his name on the show. His real name, I should know this because he filmed a bunch of videos with us. No, it's okay. I'll, I'll find it right here. Yeah, but this is Sam. It. I'm showing Tasha. I'll put. I'll post this for people to see. But this is it right here. This is his belly. So that's like a real. That's mm. a real belly right there. You could rest a beer on top of that belly. Oh, it's real. It and those guys like to party. They really do. They're exactly how you think they would be. Which it was so fun. It was so I fun. love. Well, I love Canadians, and I wonder. I wonder. You know, you've been in LA for a long time, but do you, what, what are you asking for, Tasha? Can you just turn my cans down a Your little bit? Down? It's what pretty are you on? loud. Hold on. Are you on one? Let's. See. I don't know. Yeah, you? that's better. That's good. Oh. <laughs> are you okay right now? Just a little louder. I just, I just turned our mics up so we talk a little bit softer, so I get the loud. Yeah. Mics thank up. you. Are you good, right? You're just a little louder. Yeah. Just it was bursting my ear. We're on the fly, folks. This is where we're at. On yeah. the fly. So, um, yeah, the Canadians have a charm to them. Do you feel like you need to uphold the Canadian charm and kindness in Los Angeles? Or does that kind of go out the window? No, I think I think it's just like built in. I think I, you know what? I do say, I, I think I, I used to say sorry. And I think now it's like a mix. It's like, okay, this is me saying sorry normally now. Sorry. Right. Fuck, I sound American now. Yeah, I? you do. My sisters call me out for that all the time. She's like, ugh, you sound American. What are you, Madonna? You just flip your accents yeah, to serve exactly. you, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, <laughs> like, I went to Europe for a month, and uh, that's how I talk now. Um. <laughs> uh, some of my favorite uh, Bachelor people are Canadian. Caitlin Bristow. Caitlin and Jason. Caitlin Bristow's the shit. She's so great, but she still will say sorry, and she has, she has such Canadian charm. But wait, what show am I watching? Speaking of The Bachelor, I think I... Okay, so you know they have old seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette up on Netflix now. So is it Ali Dofieski? Is that how you say uh, her last Allie, name? Ali... Uh, boy, it's something like that. It's very close. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching her season, and the villain is Canadian. Oh, what's wow. His, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? He looks Allie like the original G. Chad. Bachelor. If we have super fans here, it's like the OG Chad... He's such a dickhead, and he's from Toronto. Oh, Ali Fedowski. Ali Fedowski. Fedowski, whatever it is. Those freaking Polish. Yeah. But some of my favorite people, like right now, do you know Blake Moynez, I believe his name is? He was the burly man from uh, the last, from Tasha and Claire season. He was a burly oh, kind yes, of Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, so he was a little sensitive, Well, honestly, so guy. in the last, yeah, but he, did you know he owns an owl? He's a wild. Stop. He's a wildlife manager. So I know I've gone, what. I bet he'd be a great partner. He seemed like a little 
sensitive to me, but I guess that'd be great for her. He was a hockey player, and I know that's Canadian and hockey player. It's not crazy to think that a Canadian might also play hockey. Mm -hmm. But um, the last week or so, he had been MIA from social media. So people said, oh, can you believe he might be in New Mexico? And I was like, oh, come on, what a stretch. Maybe the guy took a week off. Sure enough, yesterday, (gasps) photos leaked. He is in New Mexico. On Katie's season? On Katie Thirsty (gasps) for Thurston. Wow. On, on her season. Oh, so, what do you think about that? Well, she's short. She's 5'3. She's one of the shortest bachelorettes. And size doesn't necessarily matter, but we do have to look if they're compatible in, in multiple ways. Wow. He's, a, he's a big guy. You do your you research. You can just carry her around. Wait, but that's cute. That's hot. By that way, means Tasha, their sex will be sexy because they'll be throwing just, uh, around. <laughs> Tasha just talked into her white claw as she drank it. She <laughs> I was goes, confused. I'm Tasha double fisting. Had a drink and she goes, <laughs> she could just. <laughs> no, keep drinking, Tasha, please. We're getting Tasha drunk. The audience wants. Yeah, it's her first White Claw in months. Yeah, we should do a donation thing where the more the audience donates, the more I make Tasha drink. <laughs> oh, Tasha, boy, that sounds like a recipe where for were we, Where were we the other night where you had, oh, it was our anniversary. We went out to a Colombian food because we went to Colombia. We love Colombia, so we went out for Colombian food. Tasha had like half a, half a daiquiri, and she had to put the, uh, the seat <laughs> It was full, a mango margarita. She had to put the seat full okay. back on the car ride home. I was just stuffed. Like I was stuffed and I was drunk. And Dave was not going to let me get away with not finishing this margarita because my past few restaurant margaritas, which are expensive, I haven't been able to... 12, 14 bucks. Right? Mm. So... I, I had it about halfway full, and Dave was not going to let me have another wounded soldier left on the table, so um, I chugged it. And then yes. I, ha- I had to sort of ride the whole way home with a seat down. We love drunk Tasha. You know, it's been a while. She's been stru- you know battling Lyme disease. She couldn't drink, and now she's a lightweight. If What's drunk Tasha like? Ta- well, What's let me the tell you sleepy? Of drunk Tasha? When, I, when I started dating Tasha, we went out boozing, and she fell into a bush. Yes. And that was, I was like, this... I like her. She's, <laughs> this is fun. She's ride or die. Luckily, it wasn't a succulent. We don't need her into a cactus or anything. Um, if but I had a nickel for the amount of times I lost my balance when I was wasted, I yeah, I, I was going to say I don't know if I've got any. I don't know if I've ever seen you drunk or like party together, but I can imagine. I know. I know you've told so many stories, and for everyone who who falls in love with Caitlin on our episode here, just Google Caitlin Mimi and see all the past episodes. Because I think I think we've even had some episodes where we shared some sort of defecation story, maybe or some. Uh, I think been, actually you did. Uh, I, think. <laughs> I don't have a de- defecation story. <laughs> well, have to. The say. night that's is young. A, that's a no no on me. That that's where I draw the line. No now, no pooping. Anywhere. Now let me ask you this. As fellow comedians, it's it's a very crazy market in Los Angeles, and it's it's very saturated. You almost it's like you almost choose your niche, but your niche also chooses you. Did you find a bachelor content, or did you just see that when you made it, it got more views? Because it, it's kind of a reward thing. Like when I started making recaps, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been begging people to comment on my YouTube, and now they're like, now they're begging me to, you know, it. Right. I, I saw the demand there. I think it's just. It's just like looking at your content and seeing what hits, like what are people watching? And so I think that was it too. It's like you really have to pay attention. I think like as comedians, you're always thinking about like making more and more content, but I think it's rare you sit back and really look through like, what are the stuff people actually enjoyed? And yeah, this season, Victoria was just so insane 
that I made one Victoria video and a lot of people liked it and responded. So then every week I really just tried to do you a like, Victoria You like video. find yourself on Amazon looking at tiaras and you're like, all right, I guess I'm in. Oh, I bought a Victoria <laughs> wig. I also bought a Claire wig on purpose because Claire was just so insane. Like well, she would marry a garbage man if he showed uh, up and I was like, gave say, her the right look. You know, I'm actually on, on Claire's side and I don't, I don't think she's completely got it all together but i do see her like struggle with her own emotions and how she dealt with these guys and then when you throw in like i said the situation with the lights the camera and all this you know she immediately sees these guys and they're not asking her on a date yet and she's like telling them off and I'm like, i oh. think she probably battles anxiety and yeah. it, like i saw some of her things i was like i i understand i'd be doing the same thing i think i would not do well in that environment but i love her and dale i'm so team right Claire they're and like dale. back together they, right yeah but she a, hasn't posted about him yet no 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 she has now she instagram has? story she's always like the, showing their dinner plate that's yeah. well <laughs> so that was a wild when that i feel like we're like this is interesting because this is like the behind the scenes of it but that was a wild night i mean i was cooking uh or tasha and i were making dinner and then i looked and saw dale's instagram and it wasn't until the last few months where the youtube started picking up heat that i actually started following people like like i like like uh, rachel kirk connell i had her on alerts i was w ready and waiting for a statement so when it came i was like my phone was blowing breaking up. News. oh my god that's so a whole other podcast it's a whole other podcast so and, and, and um and i feel for all almost almost i think 99 percent of these contestants i can almost see and like feel for them there's a few that are just you know flat out evil yeah victoria but, yeah, but 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 with um <laughs> with uh with this scenario i go on dale's thing and i see rosebud steakhouse and then i go on well, claire's you saw wow i saw like it's house. Said, like, it's, you know what i said buds it said buds and I then, love how obsessed you are with the vibrant like me too. We hunted this place what? down because we knew that they were in Venice, Florida, and one of the place you could, plates you could see that it said house. Oh, you showed and up the there to other try and see them in person. Was no, no. Rose B? You saw the Rose B, mm -hmm. right? So I and searched so, Rose like steak, and we got Rosebud Steakhouse. And sure enough, like you look on the Yelp, you see the same photos, and they were calling it Asparagate because there was a photo of asparagus. So we're <laughs> oh we're cracking God. this case in live time. I've called. I'm I'm doing my live stream talking about it. I called them up just to just be, because I couldn't I couldn't exactly uh, through the website find out what their address was, and I called them up and I was like, this doesn't happen to be Rosebud's Steak and Seafood. You in called them Florida. up. Oh my and I was God, like, you're making me feel better. I don't remember how it went, but I think I might have been like, is this near Venice, Florida? Because that's where they were staying. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's just down the street. And I was like, well, good to know. Thank you very much. Wow. Sure Look at you, you little bachelor <laughs> reporter. What are you, reality Steve over here? Well, I'll tell you what. Gum shoe, Dave. You know, well, I, I, I'm, it's in good. Oh, my God. Yes, you said a reality sheet. TV, you should have gumshoe Dave. <laughs> That's what they call me, old gumshoe Dave. It's catchy. It's got that. It's, it's not something where it. I care too much to talk about it, but the audience has fun with us when we do it. So in the video, I could have very easily searched specific things, but I'm like yelling at Tasha, like, pull this up. Hey, check this out. And they're like, you know, it creates an environment where like the audience feels like they're watching something happen. It sounds so stupid, but they were, everyone. But was they are watching something happen because you were not listening to me when. You kept saying they were in like Florence, Florida, yeah, or something. He kept the wrong place. People go crazy. You should do this on yours. Give them the wrong information and let the audience correct you. All these wow. mansplainers. You're like, oh, I spelled something wrong. 
for the algorithm. Oh my God. That's such a thing on TikTok too. People like when they insult you, it's like the best way to get back at them is like, you spelled that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's like I'm telling you, best. boost your algorithm by spelling your and two wrong. Oh, <laughs> They'll go crazy. Wow, so wow, yeah, wow. so we had, we had some fun with it and, um, and you know, we followed them a little bit. But yeah, long story short, they weren't tagging each other. They were just hanging out and pretending like they were by themselves on their stories. But now they're tagging each other, right? Are they? Okay. They're, yeah, because uh, uh, Dale's got, I believe, I believe has a sibling, a, a special needs sibling. Yeah. And so he does, uh, he was doing jump roping for um, Special Olympics and got oh all God. of his castmates to. <laughs> Listen to what your knowledge you have. Yeah, yeah, really. I have a business degree, okay? This is what I'm focusing oh, on. Funny. I mean, we haven't even gotten into their toes yet. I've been analyzing toe structure. It's a whole thing. We're not here for me. We're <laughs> talking about you. So um, I'll find. But the, I guess the point the point of it all is finding the irreverence within the show. So a lot of people, most of my videos are 15 to 20 minutes long. I'll do like three a day. And people will three ask. Three a day? Yeah, I just hit record. I'll set my tabs up so I'll like be ready to talk, but no editing. It's all live. And um, some people go, oh, you ramble too much. And, and, you know, very few people, but, and I do ramble, but I, this is me searching for gold. This is like the, imp you'll appreciate this as an improviser. This is me just talking until something's funny and then mm -hmm. riding it. So if it's Dale's toes or if it's whatever the conversation is, finding the funny within the irreverent is all comedy is, right? It's all it's we're trying to do. It's hard to riff by yourself too. Yeah. <laughs> but like there was a photo today of Blake in like walking. It was a photo of him walking in New Mexico, like with his one arm out and it looked just like Bigfoot. So I Google searched oh my Bigfoot. God, yes. I put Sasquatch next oh, to Blake. Oh, I saw that picture. And, and he's, yeah. Right, mm -hmm. and so the whole, but the whole bit was like that wouldn't have existed if I didn't ramble to find it. Like it, it was all about kind of like finding the weird part. And you know, you know how it is with like improv. A lot of times, if there's like an improv scene, if you're watching it live, there might be three or four minutes that like nothing's happening, and then you start to see something weird go on. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, you're doing this weird thing. I'm gonna do it back, and you're gonna heighten it. And that's kind of what comedy is, you know. I mean, I'm yeah, not no, totally. I too. think like with a lot of the Victoria videos, I would just sort of. I mean, sometimes I would write down exactly what she said, but a lot of, I feel like there's something, it's like, I guess because I can't perform live really anymore, there's something about my Instagram stories that feels super freeing of just like, I can totally be myself. I never think twice about who's looking at it and who's talking about it. Black, um, I'm sorry, uh, black, cherry, raspberry, or lime? What do you want next? Black cherry, black cherry. baby. I'm going to do a black cherry as well. Oh my God, I'm um, having so much there fun. There you go, cheers, black cherry. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, you got a little limp so, there for a second. Yeah, so this is great. Let's talk about this. So you've released in the pandemic a sketch comedy album. Now, how does one do that? Tell us all about it. You know, what was the inspiration and, and, and how can people find it? All The whole jazz. Oh, my gosh. Oh, thanks for asking. Um, So uh, on Tuesday, April 6th, my very first solo sketch comedy album it's called now that's crisp and i'll tell you why it's named that in a second uh yeah it's going to be available on itunes apple music spotify the works amazon music everything so it really just i mean the pandemic like i was surprisingly um pretty productive in the pandemic because i'm like an anxious person when i'm anxious i'm like i just need to do something 
anything to keep your mind from just like spiraling down a dark path. Exactly. (laughs) And so I, I was, I, you know, what is something that I like to do? And I think like people listening, it's a good thing to do is like, I is even sitting down and writing like everything you accomplished in like 2020 or even so far in 2021. And you kind of surprise yourself because there's a lot of days in the year and I, yeah, I was proud of like what I did accomplish, but in 2020, but there was like a lot of, uh, a lot of time sitting and staring at a wall, but, um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I have a few friends that have made albums and I have a sketch comedy album with my old sketch comedy partner, but we're unfortunately no longer together. We're still like on pretty good terms, but it was just kind of one of those things. It was just like, I have this like nice microphone. I do voiceover auditions all the time. And I, initially it was almost like, what can I do to be proactive to try and like book voiceover stuff? And I was like, well, I think like making an album would be fun. And at first I thought I would have my friends come and do the voices, but it really just ended up being me doing every single voice. So recording it took a long time because I would do the whole scene as one character and then record the whole scene again as another character. There's some scenes have like multiple characters and then it was like editing them all together and then doing all the sound effects and everything. And so it was a long process. So you solo engineered this whole thing. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I recorded it all in my closet. That's <laughs> Which so is great, wild. Great vocal abilities in the closet. It's good sound uh, mm-hmm. engineering. The clothes. People that don't, you know, it's obvious for us when you have an audition or something where you need crisp sound. You go into your closet. It's where all your clothes are. It's sound treated anyway. So what? So uh, this is. I mean, you know, talk about a do it yourself. The 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 pandemic. It is what it is. It's going to exist whether we cry every night in despair or make something of it. Not yeah. to make light of people that do both, but <laughs> we we've all have those moments. You know, you gain twelve pounds, you lose ten. The whole pandemic's. Been I know, right? I feel bad for anybody at the beginning of the pandemic that it was like lost twenty pounds because <laughs> then it's like, well, now you got to keep that weight off for another <laughs> n- ten months. I was hardcore working out for like the solid first month and a half of the pandemic, and I haven't done a squat since then no, i mean why would you why would you the we only way tasha's anybody. squatting is if she dropped the remote and uh, <laughs> some pasta on the ground well luckily you have great genetics so clearly. Yeah, no, literally people get very mad when they hear tasha doesn't work out they're like what do you mean what are you talking about i'm like listen you got to take that up with her if i even look at a piece of pizza i'm gaining 10 pounds yeah it's annoying, <laughs> it's annoying. so how do how does it feel like uh you just divide the tracks up and you yeah. like you just submit it to, to there's a website called CD Baby and they kind of right. do the distribution for you and um, I have one track oh my god the doves yeah the doves are back amazing right we weren't kidding folks oh my god look at them but I do have a track my actually my favorite track of the album is just called the Bachelor and um, the premise is just um, like the end of like a really intense one on one date where she because <laughs> my thing was. Anyway, whatever. A long story short, is she uh, loses her virginity in a lighthouse and then he dumps her. Um, <laughs> that sounds but, like every fantasy suite. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, so. I feel like that's the worst week to get dumped after you had sex with him. Yeah. And then you get dumped. Yeah. It has to be tough because we, all, we know that's kind of how Bree Springs just went out. And, you know, you can 
you know, sometimes they hook up, sometimes they don't. With Tasha, she was with Ivan. They set him up. They set her up in like a you know an airstream, and apparently they just talked all night. It's like, listen, if you're on, if you're on, did Bachelor, they not have sex? Can we confirm? Uh, it's been uh, it's been pretty well stated that they just talked all night. Oh, so um, well. I yeah. don't know. That's why I wasn't picked. There really needs to be an OnlyFans <laughs> version of Bachelor where we yeah. can make, look for nineteen dollars. You get to watch Caitlin Bristow bump Harrison's with uh, Jason Tartik. I mean, I would pay good money to watch. I mean, who would you who would you pay? Who would be your number one con- uh, Bachelor uh, contestants you would want to watch uh, smash? Ooh, you know, I was a fan of Peter Krause. I thought he yeah. was real sexy. And I actually kind of like that he didn't, he wasn't really doing it for the fame. He kind of just went back to his normal life. So much so that they asked him to be on Bachelor and he, they wouldn't, um, they kind of wouldn't uh, meet his needs. I think he oh. wanted a say over kind of his edit a little bit. Like it wasn't about the money. He didn't need the, you know, because Bachelor is life changing. You're going to get hundred to $200,000 mm-hmm. and then you're going to make a uh, tenfold that afterwards. Oh, yeah, like Hannah G and Dumb Dylan, like, bought a place in San Diego. Oh, we just watched their video about their backyard remodel because, you know, we're over here slaving to, like, get our own grass. And and they're like, they post one thing and make 10 grand. They're like, like, we've got a builder named Alex, and he's going to. And then they, like, roll out the blueprints, and it's got, like, four sponsor logos on it. Meanwhile, I'm on Craigslist. Their design didn't look that good, just saying. (laughs) I'm on Craigslist being like, I need AstroTurf that can withstand. Dove shit. <laughs> so was that in part of your search? Yeah, pretty much. That's and then very I got this specific. Spartan, this Spartan end zone over here, which I'm so happy that Boone loves it so much. I mean, he's it's, got a yard. Having a yard for a dog is life changing. The little yeah. things here. I mean, the the real little things. The outlets. They have new outlets, so it almost like hurts. Ooh. You like feel like you're breaking a hymen when you put the plug into the outlet. Ew. You can feel it being used for the first time. And I'm like, whoever lived here, the the I think this is renovated a year ago. Whoever lived here the year before us didn't clearly work in entertainment because I need a plug for everything. I mean, look at it. I have an electrical fire happening right now. Yeah, you I mean, do. Plugs everywhere. Literally I've got. Fire. I've literally had this astroturf set up for forty-five minutes. I've got an extension cord running underneath it, and I've got the whole thing plugged. Honestly, these guys are so <laughs> self-conscious about their setup, and I, as I keep reminding them, like I recorded in my closet. But like, this is I good. This is this is good for us studio. to talk about this because there's a lot of people out there. There's gatekeepers. There's limitations. People go, oh, I would do this if I could do this, and the the second the pandemic hit I bought this uh, a roadcaster which is $800 it's a good amount of money but the Patreon members we have a small but loyal following on Patreon and I, I want to always reinvest the money yeah. this microphone is $400 it doesn't sound much better than the $20 one but when people see that you're using the professional gear it takes you to that level and I'm not saying that you need to throw money at things to get the production quality but there is something about learning like I said, I've got a business degree I'm still paying off, yet I'm be- bec- I've am i had to become a sound engineer yeah. because as comics, you can't tell your story without proper sound. It doesn't mean you're not going to record it in your, in your, you know, in your closet. It just means you, we've had to learn how to do things. Just like Tasha, you, I'm sure you've had to learn how to do like real random things like, uh, like your photo editing and design. You've had to keep up with what the trends are. You know, you got the Apple pen. You're, 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 you, you've always impressed me with what you come up with just by like seeing other style boards and things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just not letting your fear of like doing it wrong to get in the way, you know, you just kind of have yeah. to like jump in with both feet and be like, well, I'm, I'm going to screw this up. It's not going to be what I want for a while, but you got to move forward. Oh yeah. Like my motto is always that, um, 
what is it? It's like done is better than perfect. And so. Oh, and I like that. Yes, because you can labor over something for so long. And a lot of people are scared about putting something until it's absolutely perfect. But the, the freeing thing is that no one's really ever thinking about you for more than like five minutes. If even. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're really just thinking about themselves. So it's like, don't worry about it so much. Like my my advice to people who always are like, oh, I always want to do stand up or I always want to do this and that. It's like, just do it. And it's like we're living in a time where you really can do a lot of things yourself. If you want to like take the time to learn it, like you really Especially can. YouTube is such a resource. The internet yes. is such a resource. Like you literally can learn anything. Oh, yeah. Online. There's a tutorial for everything. Oh, it just yeah. takes a little bit of patience and trial and error. I, totally. Uh, I learned to edit videos on YouTube. Just yeah. Watching. Oh, that's the best. That's the mm -hmm. best thing to do. It's like, yep. how do I do this? If whatever question you have, yeah. there's a YouTube video. You go to the one with the most views and the most upvotes. Yeah. It's You'll just finding the proper way to word it. It's like, how do I make this zigzag line <laughs> go left? It's like, wait, how do I word this in a way? But that that's a video how I was with Adobe with with even Photoshop. Like, I can't tell you when you talk about YouTube. I can't tell you until recently how little I cared about thumbnails. Thumbnail yeah, is the one thing that's going to stop somebody in their tracks. Mm -hmm. The thumbnail complements the title. The, the words in the thumbnail complement the title. How you drop shadow it and outer glow. I mean, I didn't know how to do any... I mean, Tasha, right? I didn't even know how to, like, crop something on Photoshop. It was very complicated. The more you learn, the easier everything gets. So, you know, take, take like, uh, the, the new vlog we're doing. I, I know how to use my drone. I've fucked around with it for a couple of years now. It looks way harder than it is <laughs> i mean yeah. that looks like i've got a, a tv show people were commenting like dude who'd you collaborate with this and i, I was like i don't want to tell you how easy this was to do <laughs> yes last night where i'm literally flying a drone as tasha's driving around the neighborhood with the um, astroturf on the roof and i'm she's i'm like go do a few laps and she's doing a few laps and i'm just you know 95 feet in the air zipping around some random neighborhood getting this amazing footage drone shots are impressive no matter what if you ever need a drone shot come come well, at come. i know who to call yeah please i will show up i will you know it'll annoy you drone. You'll be no. like, we got the shot like one more pass Let's no that's actually it. good to know that i know someone with a drone shot and, and unfortunately for tasha there's been a few instances where i hit the wrong button where I, I wanted to start up there was one time last actually the beginning of the pandemic i believe i wanted to start up on a close-up of tasha and then move away Ooh. but i hit the wrong button and i almost took her head off i was gonna say because those little like um, i've cut myself with them it feels you, it, you get a cut and it feels like a hammer at the same time yeah, there I've was this myself. model that I've shot with a, a long time ago. I still see her from time to time. Her name's Jess. She like got super like YouTube famous or like Insta famous from getting like hit with a drone. She was shooting with a photographer. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's she, what you want to make. She it took for. a drone to the face. I think that was actually her instagram bio for a little while the girl who took a drone to the so face because it was I, like a I, scary we'll, get, we'll, we'll get your gets queen you victoria followers. we'll get your queen victoria wig on and we'll do a little drone to the face i'll just get you the side of the oh head oh my god that's gonna we'll go just, viral in go. so many different <laughs> ways <laughs> there was someone i knew who did a fake fall into like the bellagio uh water fountain there's been a lot of instagrammers who have like faked falling in to get fame i mean it really is it's just a product of where we're at that people will do desperate things and i was oh, talking to yes. someone did else did you watch human giant did you ever watch that show no. it was a sketch show one of my favorite sketches was this guy who like he cut off his dick and like got super super famous 
And it's not real. It's like it's a scripted <laughs> sketch comedy show, okay? We'll do but anything. The premise, the premise was that this guy cut off, cut off his dick and then went viral. And then he started getting overshadowed by, like, the funny faces guy. And it was just literally a guy going, like, like making these funny faces. And the guy who cut his dick off was so upset because now he's not famous anymore. And this guy is more famous than him, and he didn't have to cut off his dick. Yeah. So it's like, anyway, it's like Aziz Ansari, like all those people. It's well, it's funny. good, you know, they're like a don't don't let a gimmick get in the way ride whatever wave but when people find you have some quality content for them so what's mm -hmm. your plan tell me tell me what your plan is you're launching this april 6th this will be the the day or two after this video comes out so people can go right over we'll put the links and all that yeah. and of course our bachelor people are very supportive so do definitely expect to get some love from them i love that yeah very supportive people here but um, what's the plan after that are you just um you know are you waiting for the pandemic to you know the world to open back up the or? plan oh okay so so honestly i it, like this album has been taking up so much of my time and energy if anybody follows me on instagram i've been doing leading up to the album every day a character from my album takes over my instagram so that's been like also taking up a bunch of my time but so yeah after tuesday like i'm just doing as much work as i can until the album comes out and then after that it's sort of just up to like people to to listen but the big thing I have going on is, uh, this is bizarre. Um, I don't know, I've lived a strange life, but I'm training to be a, a professional female wrestler. And what? I have, yeah. <laughs> I love this. And I have my first show, we're shooting it in Burbank, <laughs> end of April, beginning of May. And my character name is Tammy Trailer. I am like an ex-con beauty queen. Who, and actually, my friends helped me create this character because they were like, you love The Bachelor. What if you're like a villain from The Bachelor? And I was like, oh, that might be like a little too specific for wrestling fans. So we changed it to Beauty Queen. But it is, it has like subtext of Bachelor. Do you have villains. gymnastics background? Yes. Or, okay, yeah. so gymnastics background must be the most important thing for wrestling. You know what? I have to say, I've learned a lot since I started doing this. Because I, if you'd asked me when I was little that I was going to be a professional female wrestler, I never. Real life glow. Real life glow. That's what it is. But I will say that character is the most important thing in wrestling. Like, fancy moves, they're cool. But at the end of the day, it's about the story. And the wrestlers and, like, the story in the fight and who they are. And so I was kind of shocked that wrestling kind of combined all of my favorite things. Like, I I'm, like, always done sports and been athletic. But also it's, like, character and comedy. Like, I can also do comedy in it as well. Like, I'm this trailer trash girl who's always got a smoke in her mouth. And I have, like, a tutu and a tiara. But I have, like, a jean onesie. Like, I look, you know. And so it's, like, I get to play this, like, Tammy trailer. And I go out there and I just fucking kick some ass, baby. But it's like you get to improvise and you get to kick some ass. And so it's like <laughs> Yeah, pretty you've fun. got like Tanya Harding energy happening That's, right now. It's Please. so funny that you say that because that was part of my shtick. I was like, instead of a, a bat, she uses a baton. If you ever need like a entourage... Mm -hmm. uh, first, I want to nominate Tasha there. Let her, like, if you ever need any beauty queens to, like, follow, like, you know what I mean? Like, hype you up. I say go for it. Get in there. <laughs> I mean, Tasha could be an actual beauty queen. Yeah, well, you know? I'm, no, but I'm just saying, I think you got, I think, you know, I think, you know, once you get to the big time, you're going to need, like, a Floyd Mayweather level entourage. Right. That's, like, all, like, because I feel like, you know, with comedy, there's straight man, 
character, like a David Spade to mm-hmm. a um, Chris Farley, right? He's David Spade's a straight man. Chris Farley's the character. Yeah. Then you got two peas in a pod, which is just everybody's, you know, dumb and dumber, two peas in a pod, right? Well, now you're getting into some comedy lingo. Well, but this is what everything, I mean, it all comes down to that, you know, like mm-hmm. Shit's Creek, right? The straight men, well, and it kind of, it can kind of flip-flop, but if this Shit's Creek, the straight men are the, um, the, uh, the people, the, whatever the, the main family is, and then you got the mayor and all the crazy people around them. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about this the other day, I think, right? It's just, it's one of those things when you, when there's something that works, it's easy to define it all. So I feel like with wrestling, when you find a character that works, people mm-hmm. go, I know exactly what that is, and yeah. then they can immediately absorb and appreciate it versus like someone that's like what are you what are you what's your deal so how did so how how did you even come to this epiphany because this is news to me the wrestling thing yeah so you know i'm all about like you know i i like like the universe and energies and things like that and i was uh i don't like to brag but i was a babysitter for a long time in la (laughs) Um, that was like kind of my side day job, but I was with this family for a long time and it just felt like it was time to move on. And so I left that job and I didn't even really have anything else lined up, but it was sort of like, I just kind of wanted to leave myself open to whatever. And then a couple days after I left that job, I found this like casting for, and it was like advertising kind of like glow, but like real life glow. And it was like wrestling. Like, are you, do you have a big personality? Are you super athletic? Are you funny? Like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, yeah, I feel like why the hell not? So I drove down to Long Beach and I guess there was like five or 600 girls that auditioned. Wow. And Whoa. they, I mean, gymnastics helped because they, they, so you had to go in front of the camera and you had to shit talk. And let me say, as a Canadian, I'm not great at shit talking. <laughs> I'm actually You're like, shocked Sorry. that I'm a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it, I have to say it's a stretch for me to play a villain, but I, it's more fun to play the bad guy for sure. But, you know, it's like, I've never been good at shit talking. I'm just sort of like, like, you are not nice. <laughs> like, that is like my biggest insult. So anyway, you had to like, you know, they went in and they asked you about yourself and then they said, okay, go look into the barrel of the camera and just talk shit. I don't know what I said. I think what I said was probably pretty dumb, but it was my commitment that was like really got them. And then they had me roll around the ring a few times and then they like gave me a ticket to come back. And then it just kind of kept going every week. And then six months later, I signed a contract. I was two weeks away. The company's called Wow Women of Wrestling. I was two weeks away from our photo shoot for like our intros. Um, and then the pandemic hit. So is this wow. directly related to Glow? Because that was also mm-hmm. Women of Wrestling. Yes, the creator of Glow is a man named David McLean. And he created Wow. So, so out of five, six, this is like the American Idol of of female badassery right here. This yeah. is exciting. Yeah, it was like wild because I hadn't been, I hadn't really done a sport in like since high school. Because in high school, and university, it's so easy to do sports because they're so readily available. When you're like a full adult, I feel like it's really hard to like. It play absolutely a sport. is. Even if you're a person that like works out and goes to classes yeah. and stuff, that you you lose like that something about like your quick reflexes and your like flexibility and just being like limber like learn taking a fall is hard you have to learn to take fall and that's not like riding a bike like you stop taking falls for a few years it's gonna hurt when you do it again yeah Yeah. i uh tasha will tell you i mean i i still play uh adult baseball 
at a relatively- You said adult? Adult? Adult. I'm an adult baseball player. That's how we pronounce it's it. It's an adult the, team. We all dress up like Adele. <laughs> we play baseball. Uh, it's uh, the, uh, fat Adele, not skinny Adele. I'm becoming oh, large wow. Adele. And there's two Adeles. There's a couple Adeles. She lost weight. I'm kind of sad she got so skinny. I was like, oh. No, <laughs> a lot of people were a lot of. She got a lot like of hate for that. that you were, she got hate. She got hate it's, for that. Yeah, it's not fair. She should be able to I do mean, whatever. She shouldn't she have wants. got hate, but I did like that. It's I just love, it's you get like attached to you feel like famous people that you like really look up to. What's they're, like, they're so familiar. Oh, there's so many, right? So the second that they like change their aesthetic, you're like, oh, you're not well, familiar Rebel anymore. Wilson. I was gonna say also Rebel Wilson. Is she Australian? Like, I was gonna say yeah. Yeah, she, she's Australian. Yeah, she lost a ton of weight. She looks fantastic. I mean, yeah, she looks great. For she lost uh, for all the weight she lost, I think I gained over the pandemic. She's, oh please, for some you look reason, exactly the same. Well, I've got I've got moving weight. You know, you move and you go. I can eat. Pizza. Pizza, I'm moving. It's like, Dave, that was 42 days ago. Quit <laughs> eating pizza. I'm doing pizza tonight. We got it in the, Ooh, in the freezer. La uh, la. I don't even do nice pizza. I can afford a nice DiGiorno. I go for like the $4, like the, the Walmart pizza. Ew, I just There's Walmart. something about me that it's is good. Is there a Walmart near you guys here? There actually is. It's in Rosemead. <gasps> Wow. Like a home, bro. Yeah, it's the super Walmart, and because in a, we would, <laughs> who are we to shop at Walmart? They have all of Tasha's uh, gluten-free, dairy-free, frozen food at Walmart. Yes, yes. If you go wow. to a super Walmart, that's actually like a really safe bet for being able to get like fake cheese. You know, yeah. like that that kind of. They stuff. have more of Tasha's food than any of the other. Why is this going off? Oh, sorry. I'm just recording here. They have more of the fake food. I'm, I'm a f- you are? I'm a, I'm a one-man circus over here. They have more of her fake food than any of like the health food stores we've ever been to just because they've got such a big store that they've got all the things. But either way, we started going there at the beginning of the pandemic as like our fun thing to do. We're like, let's go to Walmart and stock up on food. But food became a reward during the pandemic. You take everything else away. I started making beef stew and we got a wok. We literally Ooh, bought yes, a wok. walk is a game changer. And I got a potato slice. Or cut this shit. I've cut potato. my hands. I got, <laughs> I got a potato slice. Oh, yeah. I got it all. I got it all. <laughs> I like it. My husband says milk, and I love to make fun of him every time. No, no, no. First of all, no, we're all over the place here. Well, I am at least. But no, your, we really are. Your husband, <laughs> you've already, you've been married longer. You've like survived the L.A. quick marriage thing. Have we? It's been two years. Listen, let me tell you, we had the most fucked up two first years of, like they say your first year is hard, but like our marriage started with a car crash. The day we got married, we got in a car accident. What? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what, a metaphor? No, No, literal (laughs) car accident. It ended up costing like five grand um, because fuck you progressive. They were like, oh, you weren't covered for the five days that, that it happened. Whatever. Um, so that's how it started. And then our first year of marriage ended with our dog suddenly dying on Christmas Day. Oh, no. That was how our first year of marriage ended. Oh. It, and I had the flu, which I still to this day wonder if I had corona. I don't even know. Uh, it's maybe. totally possible. Mm-hmm. It, was it was definitely like mm-hmm. in the U.S. before they said it was in the U.S. Yeah. Like it, it was going around before yeah. they realized. Christmas. Yeah, because everybody, a lot of people got sick at Christmas right before the pandemic. How'd your dog pass away? It was fucked up on Christmas Day. I was napping because I was ex- like exhausted from having the flu. And we wo- he woke up from a nap. He was on the floor in front of the heater and his legs just suddenly didn't work. 
And they think it was like a stroke. They also uh. thought it could have been a tumor in his brain because he did have strange behavioral stuff. Not to get super dark, but yeah. And It'll so like on Boxing like Day, bulldog? we had to go and put him down. Like a bulldog or something? No, he was a pit bull. Pit bull, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like Dave, my husband, rescued him. So he had a wonderful life. But it was just so sudden and such a shock. Mm. It was it was super tragic. But that's how our first year ended. And I remember verbatim saying... After our dog died, I was just like, well, you know what? Like, it can't get any worse than this. And then 2020 happened. Yeah, um, like, and that was our first two years of marriage. Wow. But, it, I mean, it really does put things into perspective. We actually, do you remember meeting her uh, husband? You guys were just starting dating. We were at, like, your picnic, birthday, birthday party. party. Oh, yeah. yes. I, I think like that was, every, like, a weird event. I feel like everyone was on acid but us. Yeah, yeah <laughs> everyone was either really drunk or like really messed up. Right. And actually, I remember being super self-conscious because my husband was sober at the time. And my friend was super fucked up. Everybody was fucked up. And so he just golfed. He, I remember he was just like chipping and putting in the park. And I remember thinking that was so weird and like confronted him about it later. But it's like I didn't at the time understand his sobriety and everything. But he was like, I just felt so uncomfortable that I just like was chipping and putting. <laughs> like now, that. how does he feel knowing that I auditioned to be your uh, boyfriend? Okay, so actually, you know, I still kind of get upset about that because... Let I'm, me just say, I, I'm not I, a good actor, but I tried so hard no, to play you listen, <laughs> because the I, boyfriend was supposed to be charming and an asshole. And I was like, I think I can do this. Let me just say, <laughs> I was like, I've been working on this for years. Let me just say I was, it's a long story, but I was pushing for you. And I have to say, I was like, kind of like pressured into a different way. I, I don't want to get into it. Whatever. The no, point no, is, no. I was I'm like, sure he I did I have it. you in mind for that because I feel like you're that New Yorkers have that like sweet and asshole at the same time. But it's funny combo. when you audition someone you have, or when you think of someone, you're like, I need someone who can play sweet, but then turns into a dick. Hey, let's call Dave Neal up. I think he's going to be able to get it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I actually think the guy we ended up choosing was just too, he was just sweet in general, but he did, he, he could play an asshole when he could. But it was a nice short film. It's on YouTube, right? Uh, it's on YouTube. It's on Vimeo. I can send you the link. Yes, put the link. Like I'll put the link in last. the description here so people can watch your acting, directing, and writing chops. You That's had you right. you won some awards for that, correct? I did. I won. It won best comedy at the Tokyo International Film Festival. It got into Bend Film Festival, New York Film Festival. It did well. It was like the premise. I, I kind of wrote it because I was like so terrified about getting married. Sorry, I'm burping. Um, <laughs> and I was just like my. I come from a family of divorce, and so. I've always been afraid. I think I almost couldn't enjoy the honeymoon phase because I was so scared of it ending. And so, and a lot of times in the beginning of our relationship, I was just so worried about us like getting to that point where we take each other for granted and we're not super in love anymore and the end of it. And so it was almost cathartic to make this movie. It's called First and Last. It's kind of about a couple on the first day they meet and the last day of their relationship and it intercuts in between the two. I'll um, say this. I really enjoyed just like they always say like auditioning. You have to enjoy it. I really enjoyed just auditioning with you. Like oh, it was a yeah. fun. It was like a fun thing to do, and it's very much how relationships go. It it cuts between, and you wrote it so well that it cuts between like w like sentences that start with like the positive, and then they end with how you are a year later. And it's like that when you stop respecting and appreciating the other person, you give them the shitty version of you, and you get the shitty version back. So to see the writing of the shitty version, it's almost like a cautionary tale of like when you stop watering the relationship, that's just what you're gonna get. 
Yeah, that's a true point. It is true. You really have to make an effort to like have date nights and connect with each other and be nice to each other and do nice things for each other because it's so easy to get lazy in a relationship and start taking each other for granted. And that's always my biggest fear. So I'm in my relationship always trying to be like, let's have a date night. Like if he does something nice for me, it always makes me want to do something nice for him. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work and it's very easy to get lazy and it can deteriorate. Well, we will, we'll like, we'll have that on like a micro level where like every few weeks, um, Tasha will be like, you're not looking at me. And I'll be like, Oh, I've been making videos to make money so we can have a kid. Like, like in my mind. <laughs> well, I mean, who does? I mean, like, you know, but the whole point is it's like if if that's going to happen, I got to step up my game. Uh, Patreon, folks. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> pay for my baby. You want a cute kid? Can we get somebody out there to donate? Hit the Venmo. Oh, my God, you guys would have such cute kids. They would have great eyes between the two Well, of what you. were we recently? Like, one of our friends had a kid, and Tasha goes, are you going to put a baby in me? <laughs> I was like, do you want you even want me to? Like, you gotta, I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, we're at the that age where you know like yeah we'll probably yeah i would think we'll have yeah, a kid I think relatively the, soon the clock is ticking but you know we've always said like we could have kids or we couldn't have kids we both are kind of okay mm-hmm. either way same and so it's just like you know whatever happens will happen if we just want to you know travel and like live our life a little longer my, that would be fine too you know yeah, my 24 year old brother's having a kid like any day Damn. with his fiance yeah so like and and we look at my my sister's got four and her her youngest is the the most adorable little like I, I'm a horrible uncle that I don't know her exact age. She's a toddler. I thought you were gonna say you don't know her name. No, I'm the worst uncle. with with their ages. Asian. I don't even know my brother's. I mean, brother Jack is yeah. now half my age. He's 18. I'm turning 36 next month. So it's like, but all, the ages are all over the place. But the point is, it's like, you know, we'd like to get to that place. But the whole point of what I was saying is like, sometimes I'll be like hyper focused on my career, but my career is what. It's like I'm a business owner. I have to get this stuff going so that Tasha can take. She, Tasha's always been the breadwinner up until now, where she's always just done well. She's in the height of her career. Whereas you know, with comedy, you don't make it till you make it. Sometimes certainly not. And and, <laughs> and it's just a, it's just the reality. As business owners, you are the unpaid intern until you're the CEO. But as much as like it can well, good be for like you, Tasha. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> as much as it can be like uh, you know a good to like hustle full time you know you get a you kind of get addicted to like the hustle and you're like oh uh, work overtime more money okay like it's it's true that you still need to think about making sure that you're not uh losing in other areas you know we talk Mm -hmm. about this with our relationship like you know you gotta draw the line i realize you want to make five videos a day but we also need to like water our relationship and what's actually what's actually more it's not even the videos so much as I'll get addicted to responding to comments. I mean, oh, I'll God. Let, I'll let I had to throw the phone out a couple times. Tasha threw my phone out of my hands once. She I, I go, you yeah. could have just taken it. You didn't need to throw the phone. I don't I have, do that too. I, I just felt like I threw it on the ground. I, was like, I, I threw have, it in the backseat of the car. I don't I have insurance. I Dave's on. phone out of it. My Dave's phone out of it. We have our, our partners have the same names. But I've whipped it out of his hand many times. But my husband's scrolling golf videos. Way more <laughs> of a loser. I mean, it is it though, really? Golf videos? Or like YouTube comments. Everyone's got their thing. Yeah, you know, a, he's it's got easy to get addicted niche. to your little. Well, I had a device. Re- the social dilemma. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. oh well, we, I gotta watch it again. Well, we all, we all, on again the phones. Five hours a day. Yeah, the phones. They know what they're doing. Uh, if I don't they're go robots. on TikTok for two days, it's like, look, somebody liked your video. And it's like, did they like my video? Oh yeah, it's a bot. It's for sure a bot being like, <laughs> bing. 
give you that little like dopamine fix and you're like okay I'll post another one so we call it DFT device free time it's something yes. we'll acknowledge like let's do this but you know like I've I've always been the, the guy who's like I want to respond to every comment that I ever get and then things blew up and then I go okay I can't respond to 1300 comments wow I, I, that's I, a good problem to have it's a great problem to have at the same time I'll find myself in wormholes with people and I just need to know especially bachelor fans I, they get passionate. I've gotten in like Facebook arguments with people about like <laughs> Peter being so boring. Oh yeah, um, he is so boring. He's so boring. He's he didn't even end up with anyone. The loser. And you know he's what? Gonna they're gonna bring him. Mom. They're gonna bring him to Bachelor in Paradise. No, they are not. And I'm telling you, as a pilot, Ugh. Peter needs to reroute himself to another <laughs> fucking. But uh, he was just so garbage as a bachelor. It was just like, and I love a pilot. Been, I root for a pilot every time. He was too boring. They should have picked Mike. Everybody knows they should have picked Mike. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Mike was. And we'll never know why so that didn't happen. I know, and his smile, like in his ears. Tasha, can, and we, so can we count? Nice. Can we count? And down? funny. He's going to be on BIP. You better friggin' Well, we actually that. had a. We were doing a. I was playing Hall Pass with my live stream the other day. So we were saying, well, who oh. would your Hall Pass be? I went with Olivia. Uh, I think her last name is Curry. With all the teeth. Yeah, Livia's um, the big smile from a few years oh, ago. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, she I was guess I she was a speed of flying. She was a flight attendant. In she's now, the one with the big feet, right? Um, I don't know about her well, feet size. To, no, the girls made fun of her feet on the show. She's she's well, got she a. She was the target of a lot of bullying too. Yeah, before we was. were really talking about bullying, I actually bullying. think, I yeah, think she true. was. Yeah, they left her on a sand dune. That, that they did was one day. the worst exit <laughs> of any contestant. They literally, she was shivering. You know, the producers were like, "You stay here," and they had a helicopter like circle around her and then she's like uh, her, and she was like shivering in the, the yeah like, it was cold like the was, sun was going down she's so like uh, I would be calling over. OSHA like this is not cool yeah, that's more than salt to the so room, that was my it? hall pass do you have a hall pass do you have a on the bachelor yeah a bachelor hall pass I guess I had Peter Krause I yeah, still the old salt think, and pepper Peter but yeah, he was just the the gap in his teeth and his body. If he I, and Rachel Lindsay ever ended up marrying, the kid would have a you know a golf ball size gap in their teeth. You know, oh, you, you never, wow, they, wow, well, wow. they both have gaps in their teeth. They do. They both they have gaps. Do. A gap is charming. It is. Yeah, charming. Totally I like fun. a gap. It no, is charming. So, I, so that's your hope. People cover. Up. I guess it's Peter. Who would be? Does your husband watch the show? I would say uh, he watches it. Well, listen, him he sits beside me and looks on his phone at golf videos. So, no, I wouldn't say he really watches it. I think it's a comfortable it. thing for us to talk about cuz people people would call into my voicemails and go, "Oh my gosh, is uh how is how how does Tasha feel about you uh you know, having such a crush on Katie Thurston, I was like, I don't think Tasha cares at all. I don't even think, I like, I like it for us. Uh, I didn't know you had such a crush well, on I don't her, think though. that's what it is. I think I just appreciate <laughs> someone who brings humor in like a different dimension. I think she's good looking, but I wouldn't say that. Well, it's it, not like we have the option to date these But people. if you audited my dating history, it wouldn't be Katie Thurston. I think she's beautiful, she's funny, and all that. But I don't think, I think I would go for like, Olivia or even Kelsey, the girl who chugged champagne and it blew up in her face. What? I like a I like Why a little her? bit I like a curveball, baby. I like a little oh knuckleball. Yeah. I like so I like Victoria Fuller, who um was on I think called Peter's season, right? Who kind of told Peter off. Was it Peter's season? Yes, yes, yes. But I think she ended up having like some racist stuff come up though. Uh, well, you know, you know what uh. it was is that she <laughs> ended up um modeling for a company that ended up doing like a like a um, not blue lives matter, but it turned out to be like a wordplay on a different thing. It was a whole thing. It was ignorant for sure, yeah. but it you know, and she's from Virginia, so it's kind of like I'm not giving people a pass. I'm just saying, you know, what what do you think? 
while we wait for uh, Tasha over there, what do you think about, how, as a Canadian, how do you untangle the obsession, and I'm not saying it's a bad obsession, with race relations in the U.S.? Because I've heard from Canadians that say, oh, we don't have those problems, and then I've heard from other Canadians that say, well, we do, we've just kind of, like, not talked about it. Um. Okay, so, all right, big question, but I will say that, I think it's easy to say, like, oh, we don't have those problems in Canada, but, Canada, but we do. But listen, the population is, like, you know, I think we have, like, 30 million, and you guys have 300 million. So mm -hmm. with more people, you're going to have more problems. But we definitely have a lot of bad racial issues with our indigenous people in Canada. Right, that's a big one. Yeah. yeah. And of course, here, too, it's just, it's uh, it's just it's been so one-sided that you don't yeah. hear the voices of the... Yeah, Minority. and listen, Canada's not perfect. Like, in Ontario, where I'm from, we have the Premier Doug Ford, who is Rob Ford's brother, who the, the, I'm sure uh, listeners is the crackhead. crackhead right? Yes, he passed away crackhead. and his brother is now the mayor of... I think he's... God, I'm going to fuck this up. But I think he's the Premier of Ontario, and they're about to go into lockdown again. And so this whole time through the pandemic, I was just like, America is terrible. I need to get out of here. But actually. But the Canadians been, are dropping the ball with the vaccines, right? They totally are. I, That's heard, they one had thing. A I heard they had mm -hmm. a 3%. Tasha, do you hear? Tasha's uh, feeding the dog. Tasha, did you hear that the Canadians have a 3% vaccination? And I think we're up to like 30%. Yeah, it's pretty high here. I heard like 17%, but oh, yeah, there's well, a lot of Why are they numbers. dropping the ball? Because they were... I don't know. Honestly, like, it's hard to... I feel like because I live in the U.S., I'm much more, like, engrossed in, like, American politics and news. And I, I have to say I don't know as much about what's going on in Canada anymore, which is not good. But I have to say the racial stuff that goes on in America is... Moving to the U.S., I have seen things I had never seen my entire life living in Canada. And, like, in the news, everything. And just shootings, like, every other day. Mm. Not to get super dark, but, like... Another one today in the Capitol. I didn't know there was one today. There was, but it's it wasn't just, a, like, take away the guns. Like, it seems well, so but obvious. But here's what's crazy. Not, and I'm not an anti-gun person at all. You're not? No, well, no, no. I'm, I'm not... I, <laughs> I'm not a... This episode's no, ratings no, no. are I'm, going down, no, no, down, no. down. Hold on. No, no, hold on. Or I've, maybe up, depending no, no, on who's listening. No, no, I'm not. I, I think they obviously have, there are obvious issues with the fact that it's easier to get a gun than it is to, like, do a lot of things. But you can get a gun same day in Georgia, but you can't register to vote same day. Yeah, no, yes, there's, yes. There's I so many issues with the fact that our country doesn't have, like, national laws about certain things and gun show loopholes and all that. Absolutely. The mental health problem, it's not one or the other. There's a mental health problem. There's a, we have more guns Access than humans. To care. But the problem today, mm -hmm. and, I, I, and I know we got to get out of here, the problem today was, do you hear the Capitol problem? No. There was a, a, a guy in a car ran into the Capitol and the barrier, they have the barriers that pop up. Why can everybody get into the Capitol so easily? <laughs> no, the barriers did their job, but he, he hit a, um, a Capitol officer and he and I think he you mean he up, hit him. He like ran, ran his car over? into a capital oh. officer. Oh, in his car. And both he and the capital officer died, and another was injured. It's just it's uh, we have a sort of a a, a civil war of yeah. Uh, yeah. So this guy was a 25 year old dude from Indiana. I don't we don't know his motives or whatever. It was a white guy, right? We I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know anything about it. But there is a 
issue of despair in our country and on the fringes of that despair are the people that are doing crazy things. We, I mean, it's not like California has their things together. We had a mass shooting yesterday. So it's just, it's just wild what's out there. But So Tasha, I asked, I had asked um, as a Canadian what her view was with, with what's going on, not only with um, the news in Bachelor Nation, but, you know, if... Uh, because you guys have a Bachelor in Canada. We talked about <laughs> that. I love how that. you turned this back to the Bachelor. No, no, but that's what I was... My initial question was that all the Bachelor contestants, because we talked about Vic- Victoria Fuller, we analyze these, what are normal uh, sub-sections of our country, and then we think it's crazy that they have... You know, like like with Rachel Kirkconnell, everyone thought it was crazy that she had done things in Forsyth County, Georgia, and it's like... Don't you understand? They are plucking these people out of dark spaces in our country yeah. that exist. Right. So while we shouldn't be okay with it, we should understand that this is 2021. This isn't some relic of the past. This is still right. It's sad, but really, in 2020 was when the country and I feel like the world like really opened their eyes to the racial injustice that has been going on. Me personally, I learned so much about how ignorant I was my entire life. So I'm not giving anyone a pass, but I think that we certainly need to hold people accountable. But yeah, it's pretty fucked up that two years ago, we just weren't talking about this stuff yeah. at all. And, at and, all. and it's like an onion. You One layer at a time is unearthed and you go, oh, I can't believe we weren't doing X. And now I can't believe, you know, we'll watch, you know, during the pandemic has been amazing where we'll watch movies from 10 years ago and go, I can't, or, you know, we've watched, oh, yeah. we, we've been Well, binge- comedy changes so much. Like you watch comedy and also like the joke, I, I cringe thinking of the jokes I used to make because I guess I'll say this openly, but it used to be like funny to make fun of gay. You'd make gay jokes. Yeah. Like, and, you, and you can still make any joke. You just need to, you need to sort of, um, calibrate it in a way that you're not making fun of a victim so like i've got plenty of jokes where like i'm i'm the victim and there's a gay person within the joke but it's not like the punchline isn't queer right yeah you know like in sketch comedy like it was always like oh my gosh we'll have him play a gay character it'll be so funny but it was just like that was like that was the punchline like he was just a gay guy being like hey (laughs) and like it used to like kill but it's now i would i would die if i did all of improv is just like straight men on stage pretending to be gay and and don't get me wrong with stand-up a lot of the jokes are like straight people exploring their sexuality which there is a healthy aspect to like um, to talk to to sort of shedding the I'm straight. I would never do that. I'm straight. It's gonna that's um we're all kind of let's just talk about it a little yeah, bit. So I there, think it's just important to stay with the times. And when things change, it's like being a fluid type of person where you can learn from your mistakes and be like, okay, that's not okay anymore. So I, clearly, I, yeah. And I guess the question is, do you apologize for your past or do you just acknowledge it? Because I've got jokes even from several years ago that I go, oh, I I don't I don't do that anymore. But like you have to understand that I was trying to make a room laugh and they were laughing. So it, it as a comic, you do wonder like, are you a product of your time or now that we're archiving everything that we do? Well, do Kevin Hart had that whole big thing, right? Several times. His yeah. thing was several times where like he apologized for homophobic jokes and then and then the next year when he became the host of the Oscars, they unearthed it and he had to apologize again. And you wonder like, 
at, at what point do we decide that someone's paid their price and, and moved on versus, you know, and, and it's, and it's, I feel a, like, you know what? I feel like we're all like privileged white people. So it's almost like not even for us to say, like none of us are gay none of us are trans. None of us are like yeah. in a minority. So I feel like it's easy for us to sit here and be like, Oh, well he's paid his price, but like, we're not the people that have been hurt by those remarks. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it makes you wonder if, um, by the way, uh, not to change the subject, but we've got a few, we, you know, we haven't, now as Caitlin knows, I've said it a few times, we are going to get out of here. I, we have, I'm oh, a yeah. huge, um, I'm a huge lighting nut and I haven't been able to add any additional lighting, but once we get, because now for those uh, who are watching on YouTube, now the lighting is, uh, it's the sun set 10 minutes ago. So uh, we have a bar pit with a, um, f we have a bar with a fire pit arriving tomorrow um, and that I think that lighting alone will give us quite the survivor like glow Ooh, for our podcast. We love a survivor bond. Yeah, which I think glow. will be very nice. Mm -hmm. Now, Tasha, do you want to be here for the for the finale? I've been waiting for you to get back, and then Tasha's worried about the dog because he just got fed, and now he's uh, thinking he's going to pee all over the. Uh, he's uh, digging up the grass, <laughs> the turf. <laughs> The dog literally He's knows. He's Jesus's <laughs> turf. Yeah. <laughs> Leave him a review on Yelp there, Boone. Well, let's get out of here. Tasha, is there anything you want to promote there, Tasha Murray? Tasha's on Instagram, at Tasha Courtney. You can go find her over there. Send her some love. Send her a nice positive message. You can also find her on the vlogs. Oh, you know what? You know what we can hear right now? I don't think the audience can hear this. The... <gasps> The ice, cream, the ice cream trucks have just arrived, which means we're about to have about 75 dogs all howling. Oh. So I don't think the audience is going to be able to hear this, but for your own enjoyment, you will as well. Now, Caitlin, we've got a lot to promote here. On April 6th, which, which is this might, Tuesday, which is this Tuesday mm -hmm. um, you will be having your pandemic sketch album released across which medias? Uh, okay, so it's called Now That's Crisp, which I feel like I didn't get into the title, but um, Now That's Crisp, it's available on iTunes, Amazon Music, Apple Music, uh, Caitlin Mamie, K-A-I-T-L-I-N-M-A-M-I-E. Um, don't know why I wanted to talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was crisp. Um, now that's crisp. Quick, quick, quick. The name came from my uncle is not an actor. The only acting he ever did was for a grocery store commercial, a chain called Dominion. And it, there's a commercial that exists where my uncle is holding up a piece of celery and he looks at the camera and says, now that's crisp. So when something's really good or tasty, like I might have a sip of this white claw and say, now that's crisp. <laughs> Just means something's really good. That you sounds know? great. Yeah. yeah, I'm buying it, and it is crisp. It is crisp. So you've There's got some a bachelor uh, track on there. There's all kinds of goofy, silly stuff, and it's just fun. Like I feel like audio comedy albums are really becoming popular. Audio, you know sketch what? Comedy it's podcasts. Audio comedy albums are better than anything on video because the receiver can imagine, and mm -hmm. we don't do this that often anymore. We don't put a comedy album on and really put ourselves like like with stand up a stand up video special isn't as good as an audio to hear things and put your own mind to work is a lost art so i really hope my audience can do what you got to do to find that album 
Super promote easy. It. Yeah, go on Share iTunes. it with Caitlin yeah. and tag her on your Instagram stories. Your Instagram is at Caitlin Mamie. At Caitlin Mamie. At Caitlin Mamie. So go on there. K-A-I-T-L-I-N-M-A-M-I-E. Yes. Oh, that's Chris, baby. Nailed it. Now that's, got, Chris. <laughs> now that's Chris. Tuesday. Out on Tuesday. And we can't wait to hear your journey within the woman, the, the woman of wrestling world. <laughs> yes. It's called The Beatdown. The show is going to be called The Beatdown. What's it going to be on? Is I don't know yet. I think we're trying to sell it. Oh, that's great. We're like shooting it and then trying that, to sell Now, have it. you worked out at all for this? Or are you just I've been actually, you know, it's been a good excuse to work out. Yes, I have been working out. How, can't you tell? <laughs> well, um, I didn't want to get I ahead of myself. I am wearing an but. oversized jacket because I did read that they were in style. So you probably can't tell. So uh, <laughs> maybe so you're going to be like a you're going to be a pageant queen, a, a white trash pageant queen. So that's I think right. I think you should try to get now because we know Demi from The Bachelor Ooh. actually did WWE, <gasps> and I feel like you should try to get uh, reach out to a few of these Bachelor oh people God, to be in your entourage. Idea. So maybe I mean, Queen Victoria. I mean, I know her schedule is not going to be too taxing. No, <laughs> and they're all please. They're all out in LA. Well, here's what we'll famous. do. We'll stay in touch with this because with my with my building Bachelor community, I think we can really get you some heat for it so um we'll have to get some people we'll get you like a hashtag we'll get your whole thing going and you know ratings ra you know because wrestling hashtag tammy trailer tammy trailer the beat down um the wrestling is very much soap opera and with mm -hmm. soap operas they love the audience interaction so if the audience likes something they'll write you the, you know so you'll be you'll be owning stock in the uh in the beat down before you know it um yes. anything else we need to promote are we good with that that's it. Just right. the, now that's Chris coming out. So now that's Chris. Thanks for having me. I, I'm always so, and congrats on all your success. Like, well, you've been working so hard for so long. Like, how long have you been in this industry? <laughs> Forever. <laughs> You're like you've auditioned for a lot of things and you've been around. No, I've been. Uh, yeah, I've been doing. I've been doing things for a long time. You know, you get little successes and everything's a little baby step. And, um, you know, eventually, you know, we, like you're... But you deserve it. At this point, luck has nothing to do with it. At this point, it's just hard work. Well, I appreciate that. I'm not... I like... I need compliments, but I don't know how to take them. So I appreciate that. And I, like I said, we've had you on this podcast so many times. We think, you, you know, you got... I'm the you're OG. Like, you're like family to us. So anyway, <laughs> everyone who's listening, go link in the description. We'll put all the info there. Go support Caitlin. And thanks again. Thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks so That's much That's the sap, everybody. Bye now. Bye.